What I say versus what I think are two totally different things. <laughs> I would say 90% of what I say is probably not what I'm thinking, which wow. is challenging, you know? And I, I really admire people that actually can do that and say what they think, because they invite a lot of other things into their life. And I think it's part of me that doesn't like conflict. So in the end, I just always try to play it super flat. I try to think a lot before I speak. Some people, like my wife, for example, she just lets it come out. It's like, boom, and it's out. And I'm like, holy sh <laughs> And you know what, she's right. You know, her, her instincts and her nature is usually right with a lot of the things that she says and think. And I'm always like, how does she do that? Because I got to think about it for five or 10 minutes, you know, and think, how do I really deal with this, you know, particular situation or answer? Because I, I don't want to say something that in the end I'll be like, ah, wish I had said something different. Well, that makes him the perfect candidate to talk about football each and every week on some of the biggest games of the week. 90% of what he says, he doesn't mean. He's careful about everything he says. Doesn't want to say anything to come back to hurt him later. I don't know if he's just got to drink some of that avocado tequila before the game starts every week to get those thoughts out of his mind. Christopher, it's going to be an interesting experiment whenever it begins. And obviously, that was the story of the day yesterday. We say good morning to you here on this Wednesday edition of PFT Live. Chris Sims, Mike Florio, Sirius XM85, Peacock, Sky Sports, our good friends in the UK and Ireland, and anybody who listens to the podcast anywhere in the world or beyond. There may be somebody and somewhere beyond. in a galaxy far, far Buzz away who is hearing this years after the fact, wondering what in the you know, we're talking about. So, uh, Talking Brady. Anyway. Don't they not know who Brady talking, is in their galaxy? Come for, on. Get up with the times in that first galaxy. Of all, first of all, <laughs> I, I, would like, I would like to say this. Yeah. To our, to our friends at Fox. Right. Thank you. Thank you so much for giving us something oh, okay. that spawned at least five stories that I wrote yesterday. Because I know how to milk that cow. When that cow shows up in the barn, I've been doing this 20 years, folks. I'm not just going to do one story. That hits every possible angle. Oh, no, 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 no. I sit down with a pad and a pen, and I think of every different angle, and I am going to make a story at every different angle, baby. This is a business here. I'm a businessman. I'm trying to do business. Yep. The more stories, a the better. of cash is what you are. Hey, <laughs> no, I, I'm, trying, I'm trying to inform and entertain in digestible chunks Copy, paste, snarky comments, snarky right. comments, snarky Wait, comments. Hold copy, back a few again. snarky comments for the next article. There's, <laughs> there, there, there's, there's a lot there. I, there's, yeah. there's, one, there's one I still haven't written. They, they, thought, they thought I was a hater yesterday. Wait till they see the one I'm going to write after the show today, especially inspired by those comments that he made in June on the shop. I never would have dreamed that this guy would get into broadcasting. Now, I know he's loosened up in recent years, but still... To the extent that he's going to be the weekly pin cushion, there's going to be that segment of social media that complains about anything and everything that he says, regardless of whether or not there's merit to it. Oh, and by the way, there may be merit to it because you know what? Tom Brady, and if you haven't heard, is getting 10-year, 300, I can't even say it, it's so big, $375 million over 10 years to call games for Fox as the number one analyst whenever he retires, whenever he's done. There's no guarantee he's going to be any good. Somebody said to me yesterday, don't you think he auditioned first? I said, when you're Tom Brady, you don't audition. You don't audition. Yeah. If you got the leverage to get $375 million over 10 years, you're not going to go audition. You name your price. You name your terms. Pretty and that's much. what he did, Chris. Yeah, that's what he is. That's where he's at. I mean, he's in that stratosphere. Yes. So uh, I understand. I understand that. You know, he... He is well-spoken. He's quick-witted. I've been around him before. Of course, when I worked in New England, you know, I, he's going to have great knowledge of the football game. You know, this is different now as far as like that clip and ninety percent of what I say. You know, I don't. You know, it's not real or all that. You know, again, that's when he's being interviewed and having to be careful. And he is the quarterback of a football team. This is going to be mostly football and him teaching us and going what's going on in the football game itself. So I don't think there's going to be a lot of BS there. I don't. I don't. And I'm one to go like, hey, listen, I'm usually the guy that goes, hey, no tryout for that guy. That's crazy. We don't even know how good he's going to be. I, I don't know. 
uh, with Tom Brady, I don't think it's going to be a real problem. I think he's going to work at it. He's going to be a. Nat- I honestly think he's going to be a natural at it. I really do. Just like Joe Montana. Well, just like Joe Montana. Joe Montana didn't have. Just like I don't Joe think. Montana. I don't think he had his same personality. That would just be my assessment there. Being around Joe Montana as a young kid and the few times I've been around it after, he's they're not the same guy. So that's where I understand what you're saying, but I, I think they're a little different that in their personality. I would well, say. Well, Joe Montana wasn't exactly going to loosen up around the shaving cream in the shoes kid of one of his arch rivals of the 80s. I don't <laughs> think you were going to get the real well, Joe was- Montana experience when he's constantly giving the side eye to this little demon that's about to be unleashed on him when he's not looking. Well, it was after even though, you know, he worked for NBC oh, with okay. my father, right? You know, just and, and it wasn't about that or the comp- competitiveness or just, hey, Joe's more of a quiet guy. You know, he's not a guy that is boisterous. He's not going to be one of the louder guys in the locker room. Brady can be that guy. Brady can get on the field and start talking crap and LFG and even in the practice field can do that. Look at these lasers I'm throwing out here today. Catch that boy. I mean, he'll do that. So there's a little more there to the guy, at least in my opinion, than I think the world has seen. And we're seeing that over the last year and a half. It's slowly breaking out after he left New England. Yeah, I still look. Look, uh, go ahead, call me a hater. I don't care. I think Peyton Manning's better. I think Peyton Manning would be better. I think Peyton Manning's got to be kicking himself. Well, yeah, okay. That's thinking, Peyton Manning. I didn't. Fault. I didn't know Fox. Yeah. I didn't Fox. I didn't know Fox. I didn't know you're giving out 375 million over 10 years. We could have had a conversation. We could have talked. Call my people. 375. I'd have done it for 374. Peyton Manning says so. Um, and, but, but, we'll see how he does. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the same drive. Maybe the same. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not right. rolling it out. Right. I'm just saying it's a hell of a. It's a hell of a risk. It is the richest broadcasting deal times two, right? And when this broke yesterday, remember I said on this program, I think it starts with a three. Yes, you did. No, yeah. When you when I saw it, I was like, oh my gosh, Mike was right. I, I had a wager with our boss over under for a bottle of wine, twenty nine and a half million. He took the under, I took the over. Uh, yeah, he didn't like that number. The boss didn't like that number. He went, oh crap! No, no, no. Price of business just went up. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and 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 it's not a cheap bottle of wine either. It's not yeah, Mad good. Dog. Get him, um, hammer him. So so uh, um, the, the the other side of it too. And I thought this was funny last night. Fox issued a statement suggesting that the reporting on Brady was inaccurate. And they didn't say what specifically, but the only thing of substance that has been reported is the years and the money. The statement from Fox was, what has been reported isn't an accurate description of the deal, and we have not released details beyond what was disclosed on our quarterly earnings call. That was when Lakeland Murdoch made the announcement that Brady was joining. Right. They haven't said anything. There hasn't been any reporting other than 10 years, $375 million. And what's funny about this, the New York Post reported the terms. Right. The New York Post it's is owned, owned by, by Rupert Murdoch. Right, right. Fox is owned by Rupert Murdoch. Right. So you've got two sister companies under the same umbrella, kind of at odds here. And I, when I saw that the Post was reporting it, it's like, well, okay, that's, well, why would we doubt it? Why would anybody doubt it? It was treated as a given all day long. It's, it's Murdoch's company that's reporting the terms of the deal that one of Murdoch's other companies has done. So Andrew Marchand, I'm not buying right? that. Right? Is that who? Yeah, I'm not buying that. Right. Marchand. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Andrew Marchand. Marchand, yeah, sorry. And, and he's, he's usually almost always right. So I, that's where I want to just go. I mean, this is what he does. Uh, it, it will be interesting as far as what the details were or weren't or whatever. Mike, I understand what you say about Peyton Manning. Hey, Peyton Manning is, is one of the great personalities of, 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 of all time. He is. But, but, there's a big but here. There is a big but. He, he is no longer in the stratosphere of Tom Brady. Tom Brady has gone to another, he's in another galaxy with Michael Jordan, Muhammad Ali, Babe Ruth, like the greatest sports icons in the history of the world. It's gone to that point. And I think that's where this is like a totally different game. This is the first time ever. You better, you better, you're a card carrying Brady hater. You better stop talking like that. I I don't, I'm not, I don't, I'm not a hater. I'm not. I just keep it real and point out some issues in his game every now and then instead of kissing his butt like everybody does. Where they talk about it behind his back, but they won't say it on TV. So, no, I'm not a hater on him. 
And I can still, even though, yes, I got a few issues here and there with his career, look at him and go, no, the man is awesome. He's smart. He's incredibly detailed, right? And now he's starting to be a businessman the last few years. And he's reached a stratosphere, like I said, that is different. And because of that, too, I think it's different because this is the first time ever. So I kind of like what you're saying, you know, and you've said like, hey, it's been Tom Brady a long time. Like, it's the first time ever one of these guys is going to be thrusted into our living room on a weekly basis all the time. They usually retire into, hey, occasionally we see that guy and, hey, he's here at this event and that event and blah, blah, blah. This is where it's different to me and the fact that this kind of star is going to be in our living room you know, 22 weeks a year, and uh, that that's kind of a game changer too. But we have had Troy Aikman for 20-plus years, and he won three Super Bowls and was in the Hall of Fame the last time I checked. I, I know. know he wasn't at the same level no. as Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Tony Romo has been ubiquitous on CBS ever since he retired, and he never even played in an NFC Championship game, so it's it's definitely apples and oranges there. You said something, though, that caught my attention. Yeah. You, you made the comment about how you'll keep it real and talk about issues with his game while everybody else kisses his butt and they'll just talk about him behind his back. This is what I'm concerned about. Yeah, he can talk ball. And maybe he does the Tony Romo parlor trick where he says, I know what play is coming because the one thing, and I think one of the reasons Romo stopped doing it, everybody else in the business was kind of like, we all kind of know because we go to practice and we we study and we could do this too. So come on, Tony, knock it well, off. Well, then he went through a period you're, you're, you're where you're his, not, you're his not batting percentage was very low for a while. Then so he, I think then he, then he, then he decided yeah, to get out of right, the business. Right. But, 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 and I'm, look, I'm not saying that others do this because we know they don't. But if you're paying Tom Brady $375 million over 10 years, it's fair to ask the question, is he going to tell the truth about the people he sees? You know, one of the reasons he keeps playing. Yeah. Comment he made last December when he was named the Sports Illustrated Sportsman of the Year. He said, I don't want to turn on the TV and say these guys suck. Yeah, right. That's why he keeps playing. So, and and I remember thinking, well, okay, hey, and we talked about this. When Tom Brady's done, he better stay away from the TV. He better not watch for the first year or two because he's going to think, these guys suck, and I can still do it unless he plays until he gets to the point where he says, I suck. So if he stops at any point before he can objectively say, I can't do it anymore like these other guys, he's going to be tormented. Now, maybe the $37.5 million per yeah, year goes along exactly. with the word. Right. You know, making that, that soothing that over, as you would say. But, but will he, will he say, I can't believe that son of a bitch made that throw. Hopefully. Will he say that? Hopefully. <laughs> will he say, will he say, you know, so-and-so, you know, Patrick Mahomes has kind of regressed this year. Here's what I see from studying the film. The, the, here, let's, let's show the split screen. See what he used to do, what he used to do when the left defensive end, the defensive end to his left would get penetration on the inside. This is how he used to turn and spin away from it. Watch what he did last week. He doesn't he doesn't handle it like he used to. I've seen that in his game. He's regressing, okay? So are we going to get that from him? Cuz I'm telling you for 335 million, I expect I I expect 370. As a consumer, I expect if you're paying this guy 375 million over 10 years, that we're going to get something more than just, "Hi Bob, great to be here today." Well, I want I want I want platinum standard. I want goat. I want goat making goat noises in the booth. Well, you're you're getting goat, and you're getting goat who's going to be able to shed knowledge and things and little tricks. We'll see. And de- we'll yeah, see. I know, we'll but I, I do think he's going to be able to give you details and shed you know information and little nuances that oh yeah a lot won't be able to. I do think he'll be able to converse it and talk it the right way. Hey. The going out on a limb and or, or saying something controversial, yeah, I'm sure that's going to be a struggle at first. That's a struggle for all ex players finding that like little spot of. He can get away with it though. He he, he can. can he, he he should be able to what? get away with that. Who's going to call? Who's going to call Tom Brady and and complain? Who's going to call Tom Brady and complain? Yeah, because it's not like any of them can say. 
you know, I, I, I was, I'm better than you were. <laughs> Who's really going to have grounds to complain if Tom Brady calls him out? Yeah, that, I, that, so he's in an interesting and unique position here, Chris. No, no, you know, I, I don't know, but the, you know, again, it's it's that can go down anyways. There, I'm sure Troy Aikman's had to take a few calls from guys that didn't win three Super Bowls, and they were like, "What the hell? Why are you saying this about me?" Or you know, who else? So again, that just comes with part of the territory. But but uh, you know, with Brady here, I mean, again, I just think it's he's such he's he's gone global. That's to me where, again, I love Troy Aikman, one of my favorites ever, Peyton Manning. Not sure, yeah, I would say in his prime. I don't know if I ever saw a quarterback better in their prime than Peyton Manning. I mean, it's, 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 it was amazing what we saw all the time. But at the same time, it's not Tom Brady and where he's at right now. I mean, Brady has gone global. We're going to Germany this year, and guess who's going to be there playing? Brady. Uh, that's where he's gone. So, to me, that he's hit a different stratosphere here. I was even shocked that he would even be involved in this conversation to be on TV. But obviously, with a deal like this, you listen, and, and he probably just said, damn, this is too good to turn down. I'm going to have to do this. Drew Locke's going global, too. You didn't mention Drew Locke going global. <laughs> is he going global? Dino Smith's going global. Going to, <laughs> Seattle's going to Germany. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, but, but one of the reasons I'm doing this, yeah. I, I'll be not, not that he's ever going to hear this, not that it's ever going to pop up on social media, or, but I, 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 I'm trying to – I want him to – I want him – I want him to be the guy we've never seen. I want him to be the guy who will call out. You know, yeah, and, I know. and get into it. Yeah, get into it. You know, a uh, quarterback has a bad game. Quarterback makes a bad throw. There's a way to do it. There's a way to do it tactfully, and I think you hold the guys who are getting the most money to a higher standard, or a guy who's trying to get a big contract. Hey, you know, if so and so really wants to be paid sixty million a year, you can't be making those throws. You can't be making those decisions. Got got to be a little calmer in the pocket there. You can't just bail out that fast. Look, he had if he'd a hey pull, pull up the telestrator. Look, he had a he had a tight end who who uh, chipped the defensive end and then did a little delayed route across the middle and that that's that wasn't improvised. That's in their play. That's in there. I've seen him in you know but whatever. He's in a position where he can he can become a John Madden type of a figure in a different way with what he can do by way of raw, honest assessment of what he's seeing and make the game more accessible and more understandable. Not the easy, simple parts, but the more nuanced parts. It's yeah, not right. easy when you got, you know, a 30-second soundbite right. at most before the next play. But I, I – he here, – look, a, it is too much money to say no to, but there's no guarantee – that he's going to be any good, and he's got plenty of time to get himself ready for it. And I, it's going to it's going to be fascinating that first Sunday of the first season when he finally is retired from the NFL and takes this job. There's no guarantee it's 2023. It could be 24. It could be 25. It's whenever he's done playing. And as I said, he may be more inclined to keep playing now because he doesn't want to say in his first game for Fox, "These guys suck. Why did I retire? I'm leaving. I'll see you next year." Right, um, but whenever that comes, we'll, we'll say it's it's going to be a hell of a story. And in the interim, Fox is going to get a hell of a lot of free advertising as people speculate on what Tom Brady's going to be whenever he finally does go into the broadcast booth. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, to me, that's the other kind of intriguing aspect of this whole thing is just the other thing I thought about after you're kind of in the the shock and all of it is just like how long have they been in talks about this deal? I mean, I, you know, again, connecting dots, reading the tea leaves, reading between the tea leaves, whatever you want to say. I mean, it, it just it, this this must have been going on for quite a while. I got to think that Fox, this is why we never heard them get into deep, serious negotiations with Troy Aikman, that they knew that this was coming along at some point, I would guess. So, you know, obviously Brady's had time to think about it, digest it a little bit. And really, like, like realize and go. Wait, is this something I want to do? Uh, because I would think this has been, you know, talked about for quite some time—at least four or five months. This is the, with this kind of deal, I would imagine. I, I had a reader send me an email last night suggesting that this could make Sean McVay revisit his decision 
to stay with the Rams. But you know, the bottom line is they weren't going to give McVay three hundred seventy-five million for ten years. Nobody Fox would have paid him that, or yeah. anybody was going to pay. Yeah, Brady's the only one who's getting that. Right. And and the seats are now full. The seats are full. The only seat that isn't full is whoever's going to be the number one analyst at Fox until Tom Brady decides to retire from playing pro football. Is it going to be Greg Olson? Is it going to be somebody else? That's that's it. The temporary one spot at Fox is the only thing that's unknown, and it ain't paying $375 million or $37.5 million or anything close to that until Tom Brady shows up. Would but they put, there's, would they there's put no them in the spots now? Yeah, right. Would they put them in the Super Bowl this year if they lost, like in the wild card round? Like, would, well, you know, it's a it, good question. I know. I, I really would be interested. Many, many are asking. Yeah, many are asking. Right. Um, they had, Fox had no comment yesterday. Ian Rappaport asked Fox, "Hey, if the Bucks are eliminated, will Brady be in the booth for the Super Bowl?" And I, I. I don't think you just barnstorm me hard the booth when you haven't done it all right, year. Right. But I can't imagine he won't be part of the 27 hours exactly. of game day coverage. Right. He'll be there somewhere. Right. But his deal doesn't start until he retires from the NFL. So he'd have to work out some other deal. And it probably isn't going to be cheap for Tom Brady. You know, it's not, hey, Tom, you know, we're, we're paying you $375 million over 10 years. Will you do us a solid until the deal starts? Hell no. You want me to show up? You're paying me my, you're paying me my daily rate. You want me? You want me for Super Bowl Sunday? Uh, let's take three hundred and seventy-five million divided by ten, divided by twenty-two, and yeah, then I'll, I'll, I'll maybe I'll consider it. Here's the other side of it too, Chris. Yeah. yeah. Depending upon how they exit the twenty-two season, he may not want to be there. Yeah. He I may hear not want right. to be involved. Right. 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 They lose a heartbreaker in the NFC Championship. I don't really want to show up and talk about this. He's got a certain amount of self-awareness. You get him in the days and weeks after he's had his heart ripped out and shown to him by somebody else yeah, and lost hard. a game like that's that. Hard, right. Like it like this year. If you think he's gonna show up to do commentary on Rams 49ers NFC championship with Fox a week after the the Rams beat him? I, I don't think especially if you have designs on continuing to play, I don't think anything positive flows from that. And it'd be hard for him to do. But that that whenever they're done this year, Fox will still have games. If they don't Make it to the NFC Championship, he could be involved in that yeah, right. game. Do, do you, they don't make it to the divisional round. He could be involved in that game. I, I got to think this is a little of an inkling, too, of just going, like, this is it. This is this is the last year. I don't think you have this conversation unless you go, this is this is going to be it. I, I don't think so. And, again, I'm not know, I'm not ready to sign I, I hear you. I, I'm, I'm just talking. I know that. I've never. But, you know, it, it's been 45 for a long time. You know, that was one of the reasons I got back into the conversation of Brady's going to come back before he announced he's going to come back, if you remember right, right? Because I had somebody connected to to his camp there go, Chris, he said 45. I've never heard the guy not do what he's going to say he's going to do. So I I just, it'd be interesting to see. But you're right. I know we can never count him out for playing another year. Let's hear from Buccaneers offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich and also quarterbacks coach Clyde Christensen on this broadcasting deal that Tom Brady has landed with Fox. Well, I think that's excellent. And it's crazy. When you're 45, you have to think of your next job when you're still playing football, right? You have to, th- you have to do this early, right? But he's a smart well, people. It's the way he sees football. Anything he does, he does well. Right. So if you told me hey, he was going to become a, a plumber, I would tell you, yeah, he'll, he'll end up being a great plumber. Like, because that's just how he approaches things. And uh, and uh, so, uh, you know, the blanket statement over that would be that anything that Tom Brady puts his mind to, he makes sure he's good at. That's just how he's wired. He's a football junkie and he has an interesting perspective of the position. And I think it will be great for everyone to hear that, everyone to hear that, everyone to hear to see how he's wired, the way that he sees football because we're talking about the best ever, right? The fact that we, you get the best ever to play the quarterback position, have an opportunity to listen to him talk about football a year from now, two years from now, three years from now is a great thing. Yeah, who knows when it will be. And I, What's your over-under? Well, I'll give you the over-under and you tell me. 2024, over-under or that year? 
I'm Tom going Brady under. Be in the booth. I'm going under. Oh, I mean, as as far as that year, let's see. So th- th- no, I I think he will be in the booth for 2023. I really, I think this is his last year. I do. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that angle, and this is his last hurrah, and that's why this deal is on the horizon. In a weird sort of way, you know, he said. He doesn't want a farewell tour. Right. And we originally thought when he retired that he was saying 45, 45, 45. So he would do the Irish goodbye at 44 right. where he's just gone. Yeah, right, right. Right. Yeah. And 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 he never has the farewell tour. There's never that last year. Now that he's still going to be so heavily involved and he's so deep in the conversation and it's like he's not leaving. He's just got a different gig. Maybe it's not a farewell tour if it is his last year. It's different. It's different. It is a little. And it would be like other great quarterbacks right. who do become Marlon Brando. Yes, right. For the most part. Right. Once it's over, they're that, just gone. That's they're where done. I think it, it, it's fascinating. It's like, you know, again, like, can, can you imagine Michael Jordan coming off of a six championship a year or two later and all of a sudden he's announcing the big game in the NBA like every week? You know, it almost to a degree like – seems beneath those kind of people as far as they're such superstars you're like man you don't you're gonna give us this kind of access to your life and your brain all the time but it's I think also Mike to something we talk about it just the 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 freaking sport is exploding it's exploding it just is it's just there's money coming out of the NFL's ears and every orifice they got uh, so uh, these these companies are seeing it, yeah, and then and they're going, damn, we 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 gotta we gotta match it, you know. It's becoming a show, a spectacle, and now Fox, you're gonna turn it on, and they're gonna have the king of kings on there, and Brady, as far as football is concerned, and it's gonna make the game feel important and a spectacle. It's gonna be like, damn, Brady's here. This is a big one today, and and this is why. Fox is paying the money. Exactly, right? It's not because anybody who wasn't going to watch right. the Fox 425 p.m. Eastern game is now going to watch it because Tommy is calling the game. Yeah. And and I, I don't know. Were there be people who hate Tom Brady who say, I'm not watching this game because he's calling it? If no, they are, they're stupid. The they're down. just stupid That's people. Right, right. You don't deny yourself right. something that you'll want because you don't like the guy who's right. calling the game. They pay the money because it adds to the overall grandeur exactly. of the sport. And right. the NFL likes that. You know, the NFL could react on one hand to this deal by saying, holy crap, Fox paid us $400 million a year for the comprehensive NFC rights package in 1994. Now they're paying their top analysts $375 million a year. Maybe we could have gotten more money from Fox. Maybe we should renegotiate <laughs> our deal with Fox. Yeah, right. If they can pay Tom Brady, <laughs> they got too much extra cash. Right? <laughs> they got they got too much extra money on the books, and we want it. Right. The other side of it is because look, look, everything that Fox does on an NFL Sunday, everything that CBS does on an NFL Sunday, everything ESPN does on a Monday, everything Amazon does on a Thursday, everything NBC does on a Sunday, everything that the two of us do, two hours a day, five days a week, promotes the NFL for free. It's all, think about this, the coverage of the sport, the presentation of the games, every damn story that I write, When I roll out of bed in the morning, get one posted, make myself late to get up here in time because I want to get some fresh content out there, feed the beast before we get to the show, and then go back downstairs and keep writing all day long and looking for different angles and different stories. Everything that I do, you do, and everybody connected to the coverage of the sport does is part of a free infomercial for the NFL. Think about that. Think about that. Everything we say promotes their product. Right? And we well, pay them for the privilege of doing When we see it. Roger Goodell, what's he say to us? The last time we saw him. I mean, you know, what do you... Huh. Yeah. Can we say it on TV? Yeah. Yeah. We're getting a little loose here, but I'm not sure we can say what he said the last time. So I'm kidding. No. He didn't say, he didn't, yeah. he didn't say it. I can't say, I can't say he didn't think it, but he didn't say it. But he did. <laughs> he, he, I'm sure he thought that about both of us, but he didn't say. He said thank you for the what? The support of our the coverage. sport. Thank you for your coverage. support. Exactly. Thank you for the coverage of our right. sport. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, saying thank yous. Uh, why also so thinking Man Florio's an asshole? He was thinking that, but different words were coming out of his mouth. <laughs> here's what I here's what I would like to think. This isn't supposed to be about us, but what the what the uh, um, I'm going to say it anyway. Because I think there are some people in the league office who are incredibly short-sighted and they get pissed off about the things that I say and the things I write. And I think there are others who realize that the coverage is meaningless and if you have a bunch of automatons under the NFL network umbrella. Yeah, I yeah, said right, it, saying everything right. is awesome. Everything is awesome. Everybody's winning the Super Bowl. Everything is awesome. This year I'm a Bills fan. This year I'm an Eagles fan. This year I'm a Cowboys fan. This year I'm a Seahawks fan. Everything is awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. You can't have all of that. I'm not saying there's no place for it, but you got to have you got to have a, a broader palette, yeah, of assessment and analysis and emotion to get the full experience. So anyway, agreed with that. Anyway. It's a sport that's got a lot of nuance. You know, it does, and it, it can handle. It's got a lot know, of flavors. It does. You, there's a lot, a lot of, of different angles you can take and talk about, and different areas. I you can choose salty. Yeah, all those flavors know, that I choose we, oh, salty. We know, we know you choose salty. That's that's for damn sure. Yes, sir, you do. Uh, but you're but right. Somebody's got to. You got to. But somebody's got to. You got to add to the intrigue of the conversation and bring up angles that yes aren't in line always with the establishment and always just going. Oh yes, establishment. You said this. Okay, I'll pass along the message just like you said it. Oh, and yes, you must always tell the truth, right? You're always telling me that. No bullcrap. Of course not. There, there's, there's, you know, a lot of things at play here, and yeah, hopefully that's uh, what we we do is we make people question, we try to make the sport better, and we know some people in the sport know something about the sport. To hopefully we can give a little knowledge. Maybe Tom Brady will come on the show once he's uh, retired. Well, you got to, um, you might have a you know, chance with him. He's me is the problem there. He's I'm he's gonna been be, on the show. I'm gonna be the jerk I had there. Him. All right. Right. I had him in the aftermath of Super Bowl 51 for a half hour, and I still don't know how that happened. I don't know how that happened either. That's crazy. I would, I would love it. I would. I mean, hey, Brady, you know, he, he, he is capable of being loose and funny and, you know, very good people skills. And, can, and even though he's Tom Brady, has a great humbleness about him as well. And I think that's going to come off on TV just like, again – I think for the most part, it comes off as, as as well, you know, as a player. I mean, most people just don't like him just because they're sick of him winning. I don't know if there's really like a true personal thing about the guy that you could really go, man, I don't like him because of that. I, 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 you know, I can understand him not being your favorite, but I don't think he's done anything other to go, man, the person's a jerk or I don't like him. Am I wrong? Let, let me throw a curveball yeah. at you. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. Yeah. And and the sport is conducive to hating the star players sure. on the team that competes with your favorite team. You exactly. think Bills fans are thrilled about hearing Tom Brady every yeah, week? Right, right. Exactly you think Jets right. fans are real happy about this? Yeah. Hell no. Yeah. They'll get used to it. But think about this angle. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, go ahead and put up the conspiracy mic graphic if you want to in the back room. I, I That's fine. That's fine. But, but. Fox now has a fairly high-profile future employee. If <laughs> if you're the Saints and you're showing up for the production meeting on a weekend, you're playing Fox at 4.25 p.m. Eastern, and the Fox crew rolls in to watch practice and attend the meetings, are, are you thinking – and you're playing the box and Tom Brady that weekend. Are you just are you a little more guarded in what you say and what you let him see and what you let him experience until Tom Brady is no longer playing for the Bucks? There it is. Well, yeah, it it, it it's a fair question. I mean, it, it's you're not crazy there. It, it goes on in the NFL. I mean, damn, I you know like, like hey, my dad was doing the championship game between the Jets and the Denver Broncos. Right, Jets got Bill Parcells, Broncos got Mike Shanahan. Mike Shanahan wasn't real comfortable with Big Phil coming in and watching Friday practice. He didn't really want that to go down. I think they made an excuse that day to basically say, uh, you know, we're not letting anybody in the facility, but it was because of that. So, you know, I understand the thinking by teams, but what teams don't realize too is like, you know, these people are going to lose their jobs over this if they get caught telling or doing any of that. It's it's over. So right. people They're are going to get caught. Yeah, yeah, right. People don't want to do that or take that chance. And the people that are in this business, for the most part, are are pretty stand up people and and try to live by the 
you know, the word of the law of the sport there a little bit. One of the reasons that Brian Billick quit talking to me was because there was a coach in the NFL who was concerned when Brian Billick would show up to do a Falcons versus X other team game. Yeah, right. And because Brian Billick's brother-in-law is Mike Smith, who was the coach of the Falcons. Sure. And there was just a, there was a concern there yeah. about about having him around. There was a concern, and Billick got pissy that I dared to pass along that there was a concern. Well, sorry, Brian, there was a concern. I'm just the I'm the messenger. You want to get mad at me about being the messenger? I don't care. But but you know, and I'm sure people were concerned when Chris Spielman was showing up when the Vikings are playing. Sure, somebody, Chris Spielman, Rick Spielman's brother, is showing up to do the production meeting and be at practice. So. I, but the, uh, the bottom line is, and I, I ran this by somebody yesterday, and the, the answer was, you can get through an hour without saying a whole lot of anything. Yeah. If you, right. you, know, you just kind of take over the conversation and filibuster your way through it. Right. You, you, you really don't say anything, and you're not giving anything up. You just have to be aware of it. Yeah. That's the key. That's right. You're aware of it. Just like Mike Shanahan was aware that Big Phil's coming to practice, and his mentor, Bill Parcells, is the team they're getting ready to Yeah, play. exactly right. You just, exactly. You just you keep, your, keep your cards close to your vest there. That's one where exactly right. You just you kind of you control the conversation, and I think there's a lot of coaches that that do do that. They they kind of you know I've heard some of the great ones. You know they get in there and they take over the meeting and they tell a few stories and laugh and chuckle, and then bring up a few points that they want to bring up that the the crew knows, and they're oh hey one or two questions and I got to get out of here. I got to get to a meeting and then there's the meeting and then they, you know the crew goes oh that was great. He told us those stories. Well he wanted to tell you those stories. He was going to control that. That's what the good coaches do do. Yeah. Uh, so to summarize before we move on, Tom Brady's getting a load of money. How's he going to be? I don't know. I'm rooting for him though. I'm rooting for him. Not that he needs my support. Yeah. Not that he needs my my encouragement. Not that he needs anything in the world that anyone can now give him, especially with $375 million coming in over the next 10 years. Oh, oh, I know what I'm – Pete's trying to get me to move along, which makes me more – Shut up, Pete. Ignore him. I, 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 I thought this was funny yesterday. All the Buccaneers fans, presuming that because Brady has done this deal, that that is in some way conclusive proof that all the stuff about the Dolphins was phony. Where does – how do you make that leap? How do you make that leap? They're two different things. And he could still buy a piece of the Dolphins. And he could still play for the Dolphins next year. It changes the dynamics once Rupert Murdoch shows up with $375 million over 10 years. But the fact that he does this deal in May has no bearing on whatever he was cooking up behind the scenes back in January and February until Brian Flores filed his lawsuit. And if anything, the fact that this thing fell out of the sky the way it did shows that Tom Brady's got a pretty good capacity to cook stuff up behind the scenes that we don't know about until it's done. That's and then we say, holy point. crap, yeah. we didn't know. Yeah. We didn't know. Right. I mean, what, what, it, it, mean, it means nothing. I mean, he could have been no, finagling. No, it's, it's irrelevant. I know. He could have been making the move to go to the Dolphins while this was being made behind the scenes with his agent it's not really that complicated it's still a move for when the career was over listen for people out there to still question the whole that whole thing i don't know why i don't even like the whole nfl knows it's so real it's it's ridiculous at this point nobody's denying it nobody they might be you know what you know what they still denying little details well or they still cling to the fact yeah that ESPN was asleep at the switch, so they act like it never happened. They will week one. Right. They will week one. Shefty or Mort week one. Well, well Tom Brady uh, playing for the Buccaneers. They almost was playing today for the Dolphins as they take on the Jets or whatever. You know, or, or NFL Network, same deal. Because they, they, they both missed it. They didn't want to give us credit. Let's call it like it is. Yeah. Here, Tom, here's how you do it. You call it like it is. They were both asleep at the switch. They either held the story. Remember when Shefty held the Rodgers not happy in Green Bay story right. and said, well, I decided the day of the draft. Well, that's shame on you for holding it if yeah. you knew. Yeah. And now they can, now they don't want they don't want to have to give anybody else credit. They were asleep at the switch, so they just act like it didn't happen. The fact that ESPN and NFL Network have never reported a on this have never bolstered this that gives the bucks fans that want to plug their ears and say not listening something to cling to because hey if espn and nfl network haven't said it it must not be true yeah i know well i mean again you know hey schefter's been in the the brady camp 
a lot, right? He went to Michigan. So, and again, maybe that's something he knows and just didn't want to release because of the, the personal relationship there. But, yeah, I mean, it means nothing. I mean, come on. It's, it's ridiculous. People are crazy. It, it's happened. It's it talked to people directly with the Buccaneers and the Dolphins. Directly. Directly. It happened. And, you know, pieces of it have been confirmed. The Dolphins admitted from the get-go they called the Saints about Sean Payton. You think they're getting Sean Payton to coach Tua? You think Sean Payton, all due respect to Tua, now that we've already completely pissed off the Bucks fans, let's pivot to the Dolphins fans. By the way, did you see that, that, that laser that Tua threw to Tyreek Hill practice? Today? I digress. Do you think Sean Payton was going to Miami to coach Tua? Do you really think that? If the Do-, Do you think the Dolphins knew in their hearts, we're going to go get one of the great quarterback coaches of all time, and his quarterback's going to be Tua? Do you, do you really think that, folks? That there wasn't some other plan in place to make it more enticing for Sean Payton to come to Miami? And, and even though the Dolphins haven't publicly admitted it, they have privately acknowledged there were conversations about making Brady a minority owner. The pieces were there. And it was all coming together until Brian Flores threw a big-ass wrench into the gears. And I still think, I still think there are no coincidences and. One of the reasons he filed the lawsuit was to put the kibosh on it when he filed it. Not he was going to file it anyway, but when it hit, it, it kept it from happening. So, so it could still happen. Bottom line, he could still buy a piece of the Dolphins. He's got $375 million more pre-tax coming in that he could use to fund that purchase. He could still play for the Dolphins next year. This doesn't preclude him from playing until 2030 if he wants to. Right. So you, you're on record for 2023. I'm on record for 2024. I... Well, uh, since I mentioned the laser that two or three yesterday, Pete wants a Pete, Pete wants everyone to to see what a laser it was to Tyreek Hill. Let's go ahead and show it. Now the camera angle, uh, yeah, it's just a little wobble there. But but watch at the very end, it looked like a punt return. And I know that Patrick Mahomes has thrown passes like that in game settings, um, but um, I don't know. Am I being am I being am I being unfair? Well, it's cool. It gets you excited. They you did see the use connection. the rocket emoji. Yes, but yes, I, I. There's nobody around. It's two guys in their backyard. Hit the guy in stride. Am Chris. I sitting here going, "Oh wow"? No, I'm not. I mean, look at the ball. It's not really spinning that hard. It's wobbling a little. And yes, Tyreek Hill had to stop to turn around. So as a ex quarterback, am I going, "Oh wow, damn, that was a laser"? Oh my gosh, look at that. No, not exactly. Uh, but it's just, you know, some, some stuff to throw out there to get the fan base excited. Right. But, but surely of all the throws that tire that, that were made that is that, I mean, is that the this one? is more yeah. of a commentary. This is more of a commentary on the editorial decisions being made by the Dolphins social media accounts. <laughs> Unless there's somebody in there who is very snarky and passive aggressive and they did this on purpose. There's gotta be a, if that's the best throw of the day to put the rocket emoji on, Maybe you just don't do it yesterday. Maybe 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 you wait. Well, maybe you sometimes wait you got you got people running social media that don't know. You know, they don't know football necessarily all the time. So they just see, whoa, Tua getting back, throwing it far. Tyreek running far. That was cool to like. You know, somebody who maybe not into the sport all the time. And that's where yeah, there could be a disconnect on what's put on social media and what is actually good or not good. The good news is it was more than three yards. The better news is that Tua and Tyree Kill are actually there at the phase two of the offseason program. You know, a lot of players uh, exercise their prerogative to not be there. Byron Leftwich and Clyde Christensen addressed yesterday whether or not Tom Brady needs to show up for the OTAs, phase three of the offseason program. Here's what they had to say. I don't need to see him. <laughs> I really don't. I don't need to see him. I think he's done enough OTAs, really, to be honest with you. And this is what we've done, really, since me and him got together, right? We've really had no summer when it pertains to me and him. But the conversations that we have, the understanding of each other that we have, we'll be fine if he participates or not. Last year at this time, he was rehabbing a knee. And uh, so, you, you know, that's what I keep reminding him. This, hey, you know, last year, you know, we're getting some good work done right now. Last year at this time, you're just trying to get full extension of your knee, being able to lock your knee out. So we're way, way, way ahead of last year. And, uh, and I think that'll be I – think, I think it's a lot more fun for him. At least you're, you know, 
preparing is a lot more fun than rehabbing. And, uh, and so I think that this offseason should be a great one for him. Remember last year, it was such a big deal about players collectively exercising their right to stay away from the voluntary offseason program. There hasn't been that same push this year, and I'm not sure why. But we haven't heard it from Brady. Brady was one of the leading voices trying to talk players into not doing it. I remember Troy Aikman's take was, Brady, Brady's doing it for competitive reasons. Uh, he he knows he's getting his work in. Right. He wants all these other teams to not get their work in. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we're not hearing that from Brady this year. No, we're not. And again, does he need OTAs or practice like that? Absolutely not. No, it, it doesn't really matter to, to him at this point of his career. They don't got a whole lot of new pieces on the football team altogether. And, yeah, I mean, Brady has hit that. Yeah, I mean, like we talked about already, he's a legend. He's a coach on the field. I mean, he's literally that guy. He's that coach. It's like where, you know, oh, man, like I, I know every move and how to read every defense and can do it all. But, man, I just if I just could just be a good player, man, I would have been a great quarterback. Like there's a coach like that on every franchise in the NFL. And the crazy thing, the Bucks have a quarterback that's like that. Where he can be like a brain, like a coach, and then but go, hey, I can still throw the seventy-yard laser down the middle of the field. I mean, it's it's amazing what we're talking about. Everything about it. I mean, Brady here today. I mean, the contract, the fact that he's still playing at the level he's playing. I mean, again, it it's uh, it's 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 made me rethink his goat status to a degree. The fact that he's doing it this long at such a high level. It honestly makes me rethink or retinker maybe how I think about my all-time quarterbacks. Wow! Yeah, wow. it does. Aaron Rodgers is in trouble. Well, it uh -oh. just it does when you go this long and you you know again like I've always said where I don't think Brady in his prime is is as good as Rodgers or Peyton Manning or some of the Elway or some of those other greats Marino, but damn when you can bring your a you know let's just I'm, I'm not trying to say an A minus game to the field. For, for a quarter of a century, holy crap. I mean, that's just it's, it's unbelievable in itself. Boy, pretty soon we're going to hear Aaron Rodgers say, people like Chris Sims, don't waste your time doing crap <laughs> like that. Hey, I got one more I'm point. I'm immunized from that. <laughs> I, I, I got one more point. Yeah. And I just thought of this as we were talking about Brady and – the advocacy he engaged in last year to try to get players to not participate in voluntary offseason workouts. He's in a position where he can be a tremendous advocate for player rights. Yeah. And he can, he can, far better than I can through playmakers, part of which was an effort to get fans to view players differently, for fans to view the causes that are important to players differently. Brady's in a position where he can yes. be unparalleled advocate of the rights of current players, up to and including, Chris, if there's a player who's involved in some controversy with the NFL where they're trying to suspend him for something, and there's a controversy related to it, and that team just happens to be playing, well, there's an occasion for Tom Brady to say, look, Look, Kevin, 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 in my experience, the NFL likes to just pick an end result and work backward. And they'll go out and they'll hire a lawyer to do whatever needs to be done, to say whatever needs to be said, to write whatever needs to be written, to justify their effort to go to the ending point of the maze and work their way back to the starting point of the maze. Regardless of what is true, Regardless of what is justice, regardless of what is proper, that's what they do. So if I was advising Joe Blow, I would say be careful. Because if they've already made up their mind that they're going to get you, none of this matters. They're going to get you. You think he's going to say that? I, I don't know. I don't know. He's also the he guy will? that, you, you know, I, I don't think booth? I'm a cheater. I don't. During think a I, game? Don't get I'm me just, on this I'm subject, just, Mike. I think uh, you're wrong know, on it, and, and you know he did it, and you think he did it. I know. I know. But, but, I think, I think, I think they were doing it. I just think that the NFL failed to prove that they did it that day. Gotcha. That, gotcha. That's my I hear point. You. I, I think I something was going on. Right. And I don't disagree with you. I'm the deflator because I was trying to lose weight is bullshit. Okay, yeah. I'm trying to find a way to not say the word, but make it yeah. clear what the word is. But, but shut up, Pete. But what he but, give that? I got you. 
My point is, because yeah. it is topical, Pete, are we going to get honesty? Are we going to get authenticity? What flavor are we going to get from Brady? Are we going to get everything is awesome? Are we going to get a little dash of salt? I'm not saying be like me all the time. God, no. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. <laughs> Trust me. But when the circumstances call for it, are we going to get a little dash of salt from Tom Brady? That's all I'm saying. And is he going to advocate? I hope players? so. I hope because he's do. in a great position to do it. He's got some saltiness in him. I've seen it before, and I think we've seen little snippets here and there, and we hear from it from players and all that. But yeah, I don't think salt's in the TB12 plan. Yeah, yeah, no, it might not be. But yes, I, I mean, again, if I was, if there's one area there, right, of where I, I was, uh, like to your point. CBA, things like that. I always, we've talked about this. I wish Brady spoke up more during those times and got on a pedestal because, yes, he is the voice out there that could talk to the fan who's going, the players are so selfish. They're ridiculous. They're getting paid all this money. Those are the guys that the players need to back them up, and those yep, are the guys that can point. put the pressure on the owners, and, and, and I hear yep. you all the way there. And, and bottom line, bottom line, and this should be the big takeaway for all players. And this reinforces a point that I make all the time. Get what you can while you can. Because if Fox can pay Tom Brady $375 million over 10 years to not play football, your owner of your current team can pay you more than whatever he's currently paying you. So if you're in a, in a position to squeeze, not everybody's in a position to squeeze, but the ones who are in a position to squeeze, you go squeeze. Kyler Murray... You go squeeze. Kyler Murray, you look at what Tom Brady's getting paid. You don't back down from what you want. No way. Because you're the guys who are out there playing. If they can pay that much money to the guys who don't step into the fray, and I know Tom Brady's an exception, but it was already haywire before Tom Brady. It just underscores the point. The guys who are actually playing need to be fighting for more individually and Chris collectively. Yeah, no, no doubt. Uh, too many times that when they're playing, the guys are just a little bit, you know, hey, I want to do what's for the right for the team. They don't want to ruffle feathers. They want to. I don't want to be selfish. Make the make the selfish. owners mad. There, there's a lot of things selfish. that go in there. No doubt about it. Uh, yeah, and the big ones they're worried about how they're looked at. You know, through the public lens, no question. Be selfish when you are. And look, I don't want to get myself in any more trouble than I already have today. But when you're negotiating with a nameless, faceless corporation that is always going to do what's right for it, be selfish. Get yours. Because they wouldn't be talking to you if you didn't have value. Tom Brady was selfish. And that's fine. Well, maybe he got Capitalism. where he got because selfish. he wasn't selfish. selfish. Maybe that Selfish is just a different word for capitalism, baby. <laughs> oh, so you're in the camp that it was a long con that he deliberately took less all those years to set himself no, up for I mean, a $375 million broadcast. No, deal. I know, but it's, it's working out right. is all I'm saying. It's it is working out. out. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but, 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 I, if they could have applied some of the same strategies that Bill Belichick used. Maybe they should have hired Belichick to negotiate the deal for Fox. Because <laughs> right. I think it would have come in under $375 million. <laughs> Probably. Definitely. Um, so, anyway, anyway, uh, the message to the players is go get yours. Go get yours. And we're going to take a break. We'll be back with more PFT Live right after this.